This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. Hello and welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. My name is Mark and with us as always, the 21st wonder of the world, a man locally known for his impressions of Sly Stallone, it's Frankie D. Hey, yo, all I want to do is go the distance. And by that, I mean, what's going on, Marcus? That was a terrible impression. No wonder you're only known for it locally. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on another rock and roll adventure now, while you're out there exploring the world and talking to your friends and telling them about how hilarious this podcast is, remember to tell them, check out this record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music, or wherever else they find fine podcasts. Oh, and we're even on YouTube. That's right, Mark. New episodes drip to the drop directly to your ears every other Friday. And of course, it's for all of your listening pleasure. So, what the heck is Check Out This Record? I don't know. Great question, and thank you for asking. Yeah. (laughs) Here on Check Out This Record, Frank and I will push the limits of our long-term friendship by recommending albums to each other to, you know, check out. Uh, We give each album a thorough review, ranking, and talk about what worked and, you know, most of the time what didn't. Mm. Now, we also have a wide variety of musical discussions. (laughs) From our Spotlight series, where we'll dig into a band's catalog and see what comes out the other side. That's right. Those are very awesome to record. And, of course, our Versus series, Mark, where we pit two albums against each other. And they do get out for this thing that we call TSD. Do you know what TSD stands for, Mark? Uh, I don't. I don't. Let's. It's total stereo. Let's do it in unison. <gasps> Domination. All right, that's some serious TSD, buddy. Yeah, it is, buddy. Woo, woo. If social media is your thing, be sure to check us out on Instagram and our Facebook group. We like to drop additional content, hopefully leaving you wanting more of Frank's musical insight and obsessions and my random nonsense. And don't forget to pop over to the <laughs> world famous tube of the U and watch us make the silly face that I just made. And, and as we try to really just put the show together, literally like it's it's happening right now. And, and we're doing that. Of course, we're doing it all for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like right now, right now. Right. Oh, this moment. Right now. There's no oh. tomorrow. Right now. Uh, there's no, no tomorrow. tomorrow. I love making all those silly faces with you, Frank. Uh, it really just kind of puts a couple smiles on my face. Yeah. Anyways, uh, one of the things Frank and I uh, love to do is encourage you, the listener, to send us, the podcasters, uh, records that we should uh, check out. Yeah. You know? um, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll review it. But hey, listen, if you just want to kind of like humble brag about maybe a guilty pleasure you don't want nobody to know, to know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Slide that naughty little Ooh. business into our DMs and... Maybe we'll keep it to ourselves, if you know what I mean. Oh, hello. Speaking of requests, Mark, this very episode, it's a requested album, is it not? A bingo. Bango. 
Our buddy Keith is uh, responsible for requesting this one. We promise we'll be better at getting to these uh, than the time it took for when Keith requested this, yeah. this to us getting to it. I kind of had to talk Frank off the ledge to do it. But mm-hmm. uh, this week, we're going to be grooving to the Black Pumas oh, self-titled yeah. debut Best American Roots Performance Grammy and nominated album, Black Pumas. Or yeah. are we? Dun, dun, dun. No, no, no. Let's put a little pin in that for just a moment. Um, well, I give you a little of the background on the band Black Pumas. Okay. See, in 2018, Frank, oh. singer and songwriter Eric Burton oh. and Grammy award-winning guitarist and producer Adrian Cusada, formerly in this cool Latin funk uh, orchestral group called Grupo Fantasma from Austin. Oh. Dude, you got to check them out. They're kind of crazy. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, Burton and Cusada... Uh, came together, as I mentioned, in Austin, Texas, uh, when Burton uh, was suggested for a project that Caseta was working on by a friend who had heard Eric Burton busking, you know, playing the old uh, guitar and singing out in the street uh, one night there in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they befriended Hello. him. Or I'm not sure if they befriended him or what the story is, how they, but, you know, they, they liked the way this guy sang. They got his contact info. They were like, hey, my buddy's got this thing. Hey, my buddy, check out this guy. It was something like that. Anyways. Yeah. Um. They got together, and here we have uh, what is described as uh, psychedelic soul meets R&B meets soul, and dare I say, a little rock and roll. Um, Hello. I know. Uh, Known to you and I, uh, Frank, as Black Pumas. Yeah, that's them. I'm going to say Black Pumas like 900 times. Oh, hello. Um, But it's a good thing. Let's go ahead and uh, take a a dive, as we say, into the album now. Black Pumas by Frank. Black, Black Pumas, Pumas <laughs> released uh, June 21st, 2019 on ATO Records, oh. produced by John Kaplan and uh, Adrian Casada, as you might expect there. Here there we go. go. Track one, Black Moon Rising. Okay. Um, Frank, the album kicks off with this big, funky, soulful snare roll into like this hot summer night of a groove. Did you feel that? I did. Yeah, it's amazingly well-paced, soulful, uh, and the groove that just you just can't help but to kind of tap along to. Frank, I'm curious how this number hit you. You've expressed difficulties kind of in getting into the style before. Have the Black Pumas warranted a little bit more uh, ear time from you? Yeah, I mean, musically, this is not too dissimilar than the Black Keys album we reviewed a few weeks back uh, and found in the archives. This song is very sensual mark for sure mm-hmm. it's a sensual tune and, mm-hmm. and and musically listen i'm all in voc- vocally now specifically the runs and the lyrics i have a little bit more of a challenge with that's just me people have to get over that however i do think the rest of the song gets outweighed by the strong musical composition which is going to be a theme that i'm going to be saying throughout all these tracks here very well created quality songs musically just Again, extremely well put together. So I did dig this opening track. Very nice. Very nice. Track two, Colors. Um, that's uh, Colors without the U. Uh, this is, we're talking about Austin, Texas. Nobody's English in this band. It's <laughs> um, a wild assumption. I don't know that to be true. Uh, Burton does a great job here with these uh, really wonderfully curated lyrics about uh, colors. 
They're, they're a little simple, but they're they're well done, simply paired together. Uh, he uh, loves out in the world. That is the colors he loves out in the world. Excuse me. Uh, it's simple and effective uh, paired with the uh, mellow backbeat and soulful backing vocals uh, and respective accompaniments to them. The organ uh, soul here is absolutely solo, excuse me, is absolutely stunning here as well. I really enjoyed the ending with uh, Eric Burton really giving us his all with that voice. I know Frank's not crazy about the runs, but I thought it was pretty effective here. Uh, what do you think, Frank? How did the colors feel mm-hmm. to your ears? Mm. Well, I dig the acoustic intro for sure. And the blending uh, with that organ in the beginning, mm. just it's prime. Mm. It really it's tasty, is. right? It, tasty. Oh, mm. Very tasty. Yeah. Now, the falsetto pitch, of course, that's probably my only gripe. Uh, but however, I could visually see like a, a kaleidoscope of colors alternating while this is like going on. And it's a very peaceful song and it possesses a timeless quality about it. Um, so uh, another you know good tune. I probably may like this uh, more than the opening track, uh, but this was this was a really well put together song. Very nice. Very nice. We're up to track three. We are. Know You Better. Oh. Kicking off with this super light, I'm going to say interstellar groove here, uh, and the opening lines, let's float on out on this mothership, baby. Um, <laughs> And we're off across the cosmos in search of a connection, baby, uh, beyond what uh, we've previously known. You get uh, getting on the spaceship here, Frank, or are you putting on some sunblock and roasting marshmallows on the launch pad? Well, listen, man, you don't have to ask me twice about roasting marshmallows, my friend. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, (laughs) I like Burton's guitar work here. It's it's beautiful, but it penetrates through the rest of the music in the song and it makes an impact, which is great because for some reason that was my listening focal point throughout the whole song. Uh, one thing, again, I appreciate is their attention to detail. And really these numbers are all detailed focus. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. You really feel all that orchestration Casada did in the background before they found this guy. Right. I mean, oh, just totally crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, track number four, fire. Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, track number four is called Fire. Uh, Frank, what I love about this is you get this big kind of Texas feel here with this amazing guitar intro. Um, like watching a dust cloud roll in as just the amplifiers fire up, you know. Uh, I'm loving the horn section here uh, and all that. Just again, I just love that big, greasy Texas guitar, man. I'm loving it. Uh, lyrics here aren't anything more than kind of you've come to expect out of the band at this point. Uh, well delivered, certainly, um, and amazingly balanced considering the limited amount of time uh, the band had to work um, with Burton here. But clearly, uh, between Casada's uh, background in orchestrating bands and recording uh, and, and certainly Eric Burton's own natural talents. Uh, they were a quick match and that this album probably came together a lot quicker because of that. Yeah. Um, I dig it. I great single here. What would you think, Frank? Yeah. Loving the guitar tone that gives that old rock and roll kind of Texas feel. Like you mentioned, listen, lyrically it doesn't go anywhere, but maybe it's not supposed to, I mean, with the title of fire, you almost have to build around that concept, right? So it, it makes sense. I do enjoy the horns. Uh, like you, I wish there was a part of the song, I, my personal opinion, that maybe got edgy for a second if we're talking about fire, right? Even sure. if it was for a few seconds and then came back down. However, very strong single. Um, and I think the single choices thus far are, are completely spot on. I, they picked the right songs for the singles, in my opinion. I agree with you. I agree with you. 
Track five, October 33. 33? Now, this tempo change is, uh, is so welcome, and I really haven't had any issues with the band's tempos at this point. I'm loving that they just decided to just really slow this down to almost a borderline, like, bossa nova groove. I could completely wrong about that being a bossa nova. I just want to say that. I wasn't a good drummer. I'm probably wrong about that being a bossa nova. Anyways, I just really dig that. That beat, especially kind of once those uh, kind of ghostly backing vocals come in, really beautiful. Um, of the amount of details in these lyrics, and yet we have no idea what October 33 means uh, or whatever number it is or supposed to be. Plus, there's a, kind of this really cool Pink Floyd-esque guitar solo here that I, I really dug. Uh, you into this or should have just been called, uh, I don't know, November 2nd? <laughs> Fascinating intro here. And yes, there there is a haunting component to it. And I like that that ties into the end of October. Uh, mm-hmm. October 33rd, uh, I'm assuming, is two days after Halloween. So yes, I think uh, the occurrences he's singing of uh, is is that of November 2nd. And I think that's an actual clever way to deliver it. Uh, yeah. I like the haunting and cold chill it creates. I'm going to go on record, going to go on check out this record and say that this is my favorite. Nice. Nice. I can see that. Yeah. It's definitely a top choice for me as well. Mm -hmm. Track six, Mm -hmm. stay gold. Oh, stay gold, Tony Boy. Frank, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, right? Stay gold. Hey. Stay gold. Black Pumas. The band is just taking a, a little walk here, really stretching their very capable legs on this track. Uh, Burton gives us this kind of half-spoken story, st- a storyteller style delivery, uh, with his kind of soulful crooning here, and I'm I'm kind of here for it. I like that uh, it works, and I like that they only do this little trick once. Yeah, it's a chill track for sure. Musically, I like that at first. At first listen, like I didn't necessarily know where it was going, which is cool. Mm. It, it, it's soulful, absolutely. But if you take away Burton's singing, I, you almost think you could replace it with like a folk style tune as well. So it's definitely interchangeable. Um, at six tracks in, we're getting though similar tempo songs, which isn't a bad thing, uh, but a little variety, of course, wouldn't hurt either. Sure, sure. Track seven, Old Man. Old uh, Man. So this song's about Frank. About um, me. Obviously, it's about Oh, no, no. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> nice, bright, up-tempo groove here with, uh, I love this, kind of a dueling guitar and keyboard part, right? This guitar and keyboard really going back and forth with these solos, and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. They're just floating around in the background. If you listen to that, ignore Burton. Not that he's not doing a great job. Th- this guitar and, and keyboard little duel that they have going on will absolutely uh just blow your mind um i don't know what can i say frank i want to kick it with you uh would you like to kick it with me shall we kick it together always kicking it together my man um Uh this track in particular i wouldn't say it's my favorite tune on the record uh keep in mind the previous six tracks have been pretty strong so you know (laughs) that that happens with records i like the music again i just couldn't get into this particular trap but hey man you know, you all of them can't be home runs in everyone's personal opinion, you know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys saw how easily distracted I was by uh, some guitar soloing and some piano soloing. So anyways, uh, track eight, Confines. Track eight. Ooh. Lyrically, I think this may be uh, my favorite track on the albums, and it may be one of my overall favorites uh, on the album as well. I wanted to talk about the lyrics here because uh, we get these really personal feeling lines uh, and deliveries here out of Burton. More so than before, where songs were kind of vaguely about failed relationships or this, that, or the other thing. This feels like sitting down in a smoky lounge with yourself. Mm-hmm. 
and and there isn't room for you bullshitting you here you know oh. what i mean that's 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 the the confines I, I i was feeling this so uh pull them up uh and 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 put the track on um i i think you'll be impressed i i think you know what what he does here and the, the rabbit holes you'll be able to fall into are are pretty cool i know i kind of lost my place there in my train of thought but it's all right i think all i right. recovered well i think Anyways, so um, but I, I like that. I like the way he's kind of if you if you look at the song as a very internal uh, struggle and then you apply that to yourself as you're listening back to it. I think you can ask yourself a lot of interesting questions here. What would you think, Frank? Really strong track here. I, I could see that imagery of the song playing in that same smoky lounge, my friend, where people are just congregating and almost trying friends that is trying to sort out kind of life or at least make sense of it to me. This mm-hmm. is one of those life songs and um it's really good <laughs> cool yeah cool uh track nine touch the sky mm-hmm. there he goes there it is all right track 10 no um track nine touch the sky uh opening with some really clean guitar work here you can feel uh casada's uh latin roots uh really nicely here uh please see our episodes in the back catalog for our Fugazi uh, <laughs> discography. You like what I did there? Um, I love how they keep going as the groove comes in and the song becomes weightless as you float upward with this just kind of positive vibration that the song's putting off. Uh, two new um, agey uh, for you, dude, or uh, would you think, man, you're here for a good time? <laughs> I love the tone and uh, I like the, the Latin meets the kind of old West guitar lick in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um you without a doubt get a floating feeling here. And I think it matches perfectly with the song title. And, and I love the solo and how it comes back down then to eventually in, in an attempt, kind of the solo in an attempt, try to touch the sky, you know? So yeah, um, I, I think everything kind of lined up perfectly, so to speak uh, in, in this number. So very nice. Well, we're on to track 10. Wow. Uh, sweet conversation. It's the last track, buddy. We're at the, we're at the closing track, Frank. Wow. Uh, more. Uh, and this is going to be no surprise to you at this point, super clean guitar work uh, soon accompanied by uh, some haunting drums and vocals. Uh, it's a somber track to close on. I, I was a little surprised here. I was expecting uh, a big raucous kind of outro, but I like this subtle slow fade um, to a single hard strum and we're out um, a serious leave Mark wanting more moment. If you know what I mean? Uh, how about you, Frank? Were you, you want more of this? Are you happy? It's over. Um, both. And I'll, and I'll explain. So by that, sure. I mean, I'd like a more um, as far as a progression to what the next album would sound like. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you've heard enough from this album and, and liked it enough that and, and you're engaged enough in the band then to want to know what the next album is going to sound like, hence why mm-hmm. you would, why you would be done. And, and I think any additional tracks on the album would be too much. Um, However, and I know there's a deluxe edition, but I do like how compact this album. Yeah, and, also and is. I believe there's also a super deluxe edition. Oh, you guys know me and Frank. We're gonna stick with the original release. Oh, gee. Um, just because it's a lot cleaner, because you get all these weird cuts and different takes. Yeah. But, in the, but yeah, I they, I think they put out two or three cuts of this. Yeah. Not that it isn't an interesting album and worth more, but I, I agree with you. I like the 
the exact packaging and presentation of yep. this album in, in this format. It's really nice. absolutely no, no, it's okay. And I, I do think it's a great way to end uh, with a closing number like this. Like you, I did expect a bigger sound uh, for the last track, but a tune like this also works for the album with the tempo. In fact, I, it's kind of like a risk that they attempted and, and you know what? I'm okay with that risk. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. You know, I, I, I kind of expected a big number, like a, like a giant finale. Right. But I liked that They left us a cliffhanger. Yes. You know, I thought that was very smart and very interesting way to to go out on kind of a subtle note because I'm interested to see what happens next. So they take a darker turn. They you know, what 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 are they going to do? I'm interested. Well, Frank, it's time for your mine final thoughts on Black Pumas, Black Black Pumas. So I'm here to say that although is my favorite style of music, these guys are very good and it's super super talented i i love the musical arrangements on most if not all the songs here the guitar work is great and the blending of it with the other instruments really gives it that atmospheric feel much like the black keys record this this album sounds amazing at night i don't know what that that's just the way it is it 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 it, it, it Feels good to the senses, especially at night. I'm really anxious to see where they go next with a super strong debut like this. I, I wouldn't necessarily pick up the vinyl at this point as it's one of those, it's it's not them, it's me kind of scenarios um, where there are still elements that I found hard to engage with, like the falsetto, excuse me, singing, some lyrics and the stable constant vibe. But listen, at the end of the day, those, those are details, and the falsetto thing is just a personal preference of mine. Nevertheless, this was a really cool listen. I, I give it a 7 out of 10. What about you, man? See that, folks? Frank totally franked the Frank right out of that one. Frank. <laughs> but I'm with you on this. I actually I also am giving this a 7 out of 10 um, for me. What's interesting is I, I do enjoy the album as a whole, and, and as I mentioned, I, I like the length of it as the original release yes um predicted i think if i pick it up it would be that but what i've been finding as opposed to listening to this album over again over and over again is that i'm putting particular tracks into other playlists ah and and beefing them up and i'm really enjoying them that way because much like frank this kind of psychedelic soul r&b soulful stuff isn't a style of music we typically listen to right in our day-to-day lives outside of doing something like this yeah so yeah, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed this one, Keith. Thank you very much for this. Yeah, selection. totally, Keith. I mean, last um, year with Rival Sons, uh, this year with Black Pumas, um, throw more at us because you seem to be really in line, Keith, with with the stuff we like. So, yeah, please do. Now, Frank, um, yeah, we've both been enjoying a bit of the old uh, summer holidays that the oh, kids say. Absolutely. Uh, and and you know what I did? What's that, Mark? Well, yes, yes, I did do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't do that. Um. But I was going to tell everybody that I went to a minor league baseball game. No kidding. Yeah. They had hot dogs, Frank, for a quarter. Oh, my. Full full size hot dogs. I gave the lady five bucks and she gave me some hot dogs and I gave her five more bucks. What was it? Was this in 1985? Like you stepped into a time portal and went to a game in 1985 for this? Let me say it again. No. No. (laughs) It was amazing. That sounds incredible. Yeah. So I, you know, it made me. Think, I bet like, they had some chubby wieners there, pal. Oh, I, I wish they did. Those, I mean, they were a quarter. <laughs> I got what I paid for. Anyways, it made me think, because, uh, because some guys, you know, it's look, it's a minor league game. Only yeah. like, only like five dudes on either team. Yeah. Had songs to come out to. Oh my god. 
And so I thought, how funny would it be if you like your entrance with, music? <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you're if your entrance music were really bad and you were playing baseball or you were playing anything and you just wanted like a terrible song, a, a terrible thing for your walk on song. But it happens to be a good song. Ah, you know what I mean? So that's like, what you were going for. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. That's a good song. But like, why would you? That's really inappropriate to play right now. So I'll kick it off, Frank. Yeah. Imagine me, right? Yes. Welcome to the plate from Check Out This Record. It's Mark. And here's his Mark. opening music. The KKK took my baby away. They took her away. Away. Why is he going up to bat with that song? That's a terrible <laughs> song to go. Is it is she okay? The KKK <laughs> took her. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you got? So I think the songs I picked definitely have a different angle, but that's that's amazing about this. So yeah. I, I I picked the song uh, which I don't necessarily even like, but lit my own worst enemy. And the reason <laughs> is because if I'm supposed to be focusing on hitting the ball, I don't want to indeed be my own worst enemy. <laughs> right, right. Um, this next song I don't like, but I know people around the world by the billions love okay, it. Okay, so because I was um, gonna ask you about this one. Yeah, and I just think <laughs> it would be funny like to see Sammy Sosa or like Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Walk up to bat, right? And it's yeah. just Celine Dion, Celine Dion singing My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, what happened to that guy? Why is he playing baseball today? Oh Take my the God. day off, bud. Oh, man. Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Right? Yeah. What, what do you got? My next one, it's actually a song I, I like. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind coming up to bat for this one but uh-huh. um or seeing people but it would also be distracting just because i'd be really into it but green jellies three little pigs oh that'd be awesome dude could you imagine <laughs> could you imagine the picture would just be like oh my god what is happening I, I just feel i mean how could it not bring a smile to your face right yeah so or- uh my next choice has uplifted thousands and possibly saved millions of lives mm. um it's third eye blinds jumper <laughs> Because oh. nothing says let's hit the ball like a song about not committing suicide. There you go. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Everybody's favorite one album band, right? <laughs> I was going to do Soul Asylum, but I was like, oh, we just did that whole album. Just, See yeah, it in our archive. That is true. That is true. Yep. Um, so this is another song I, I actually like when it comes on, but mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of pressure, I think, to go ahead and try to perform good. But that's John Fogarty's center field. You know? <laughs> yep. For me and coach, I'm ready to play. Like, what? What if I? What if I don't do good at that bat? What if the the person who's coming up to that uh, doesn't do good at that bat either? It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's minor league, so we're all right. We're oh, right. yeah, that's true. Um. So my next one is a is a song I love uh, by a band I love that has no business being played when you're walking up to bat. Frank, it's the presidents of the United States, and they're hit lump peaches. Lump. Oh, she's lump. lump. Just she's kidding. in my head. I just think that'd be hilarious to watch a guy go try to hit a baseball after singing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I tried to throw you off by saying peaches, but it's really lump that you it's try. lump. Yeah. 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 Peaches yeah. would be funny too, but that would be like, you'd have to play in Georgia or something. That is true. Yeah. 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 Or be, it might be the- a stereotype against Georgia. I don't know. Or be part of the Rockford peaches from a uh, league of their own. Oh, sure. Unless sure. you get unless you get traded to Racine, Mark. Oof. I don't want to get traded to Racine. <laughs> Fans, that suck. There you go. So <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, no. I don't. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. So number three, again, it's another baseball reference. Well, the mm-hmm. band's name is is a baseball reference. I would nice. I would hope, but outfield and the okay. song is Your Love. Um, I have no idea what that is. I just want to use your love tonight. Oh, okay. You remember? Jesse's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. Uh, it, nothing to do with baseball, but the band's name is Outfield. So, Why? It's a terrible yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. So that's on. All it. right. That's on. So, because um, this song um, is about having a flag stuck up your butt, right? I, I, I think so. So I thought it would be really funny for my last choice on songs you wouldn't want to play when you go to, to take a bat in a minor league game would be Harvey Danger and their only hit. <laughs> flagpole sitter <laughs> right because nothing says i'm gonna hit this ball out of the park like uh, a salute your shorts reference and having a pole shoved up your butt oh man the late uh-huh. 90s the late 90s gets us again doesn't it uh-huh <laughs> so my number one again it's one of these songs where you know it it's cute and funny when it comes on but again do you want to have this song on while you're uh, going up to bat and that's the song they play every opening day which is talking baseball by terry cashman um you know we're talking baseball da, 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 mickey and the duke you know all that stuff um i really like talking softball on the simpsons episode which i think is <laughs> where mr burns has done it the power plant has won it where roger clemens clucking all the while i used to know that whole song <laughs> by the way so <laughs> So, and I know everyone loves the singing voice. Don't worry, guys. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's legit, there's legit um, uh, tracks coming soon for me. So watch out, watch out. Here we but, go. Here we go. Yeah, but that's my number one, Mark. Talk and baseball. Nice. Now that's how you make a mother flipping list, baby. Dude, Woo! dude. Yeah. It, it all starts with you, my man. Thank you. Oh, man. So wow, what are we chatting about on the next sode? Yeah. So listen, this little bit of somber uh, tune at some points, but hopefully we're going to make it more celebratory. So we're chatting about the band No Use for a Name. So we're going to do a spotlight on No Use for a Name. And we're actually close to the nine-year mark since the lead singer Tony Sly's death. Sometimes doesn't feel real and sometimes hard to think about. Uh, for me, which I'll mention in the episode, but again, let's be you know celebratory about this and kind of want to talk about the band, their catalog, their history, what you think about some of the albums. There's some stuff that we might not have listened to fully or taken the time to listen to fully. Um, so I'm going to be uh, kind of stoked to formulate this spotlight episode with you, man. What what what, what say you? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to do this one. This is a band that you and I had danced around for a very long time. Oh yeah, um, that we really dig. Um, but you're right that we neither one of us has done like the complete immersion into. Right. And I think it's time to really get in there and get our juices wet and see what we can do. Um, you know, this is just Tony was one of those guys who was a big part of the scene for when you and I were coming up that uh, their music was just just absolutely part of it. And it's hard to escape if you're if you're in our age bracket of the um, we'll say we'll say the late 30s. Um, yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, it, it was just an inherent part of it and fantastic band. Look at their uh, what what they've done in terms of inspiring other bands. And it, the work is unbelievable. So I'm really looking forward to this one. And um, yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're going to make it fun. We yeah, are. We there, are there's, there's nothing like, hey, so this guy died nine years ago. Let's have a laugh. We're, we're going to I think yeah. if, from what we know about the band already. Yeah, they can take a joke. We're going to have a great time listening to the records and 
two weeks. Remember, it's the summer holiday. Yep, two weeks. Absolutely. And, and we're both going to be excited about that. And it's going to be a fun old time, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. It sure is. Cool, cool. Well, listen, you know, snapping all the way, man. I'm, I'm so happy. Thank you for uh, listening, everyone. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, suggest. And of course, everyone, be safe out there. Hell yeah, dudes. Now say it with me. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, bye-bye.